right, welcome to Kilgore's Corner, where we'll be discussing week two of the NFL season. And man, what a week it was. I mean, so much excitement, uh, so many top plays, so many players uh, out there just doing their thing. I mean, a lot of injuries as well, though. So, I mean, it was a good, good weekend of football. But uh, let's go ahead and kick it off. Uh, first, we're going to go ahead and go through some of these scores so you'll know who won. Um, you had Tampa Bay coming in against Carolina. Tampa Bay 31, Carolina 17. Um, the Patriots with Cam Newton traveling to the Seahawks. I mean, Cam looked good. What a great game. Uh, Russ looked good. But the Seahawks uh, got the win 35-30. to Then we're going to switch over to the Chiefs and the Chargers. What a great game. Uh, the rookie actually didn't know that he was going to start this game, but actually started in place of Tyrod Taylor, who actually had a chest injury right before the game. And the rookie looked good, but the Chiefs end up getting that game 23-20 to in overtime. We'll switch over to the Ravens and Texans. I mean, that game, the Ravens pretty much manhandled the Texans the whole game. That was 33-16, to but it was actually... The score uh, says that it was a lot closer than what it really was. Then um, we have Cardinals versus uh, the Washington football team. Cardinals 30, Washington 15. Uh, Dolphins versus Bills. Dolphins won that one 31-28. <laughs> the infamous Falcons and Cowboys game. Uh, Cowboys actually came back and beat the Falcons 40-39. You got the Broncos versus Steelers. Broncos 29, Steelers 26. Rams versus Eagles, Rams 37, Eagles 19, Lions versus Packers, uh, the Packers won 42-21, to 21. the Jags versus Titans, that's, the Titans won 33-30, to 30. 49ers versus the Jets, 31-13, and the Colts versus the Vikings, 28-11. And also we have the Browns versus the Bengals. Browns won 35 to 30. I mean, like I said, what a great weekend of football. And now I'm going to switch over to the injuries a little bit because, uh, man, was it some big injuries this weekend. Uh, real big notable injuries. And also give you a little timetable as to how long some of these people, some of these players may be out. Um, starting with uh, a player for my team, which I am a Panthers fan, uh, Christian McCaffrey. It went down, man, with an ankle injury. Uh, I want to say it's a high ankle sprain. He should, he'll be out multiple weeks. Uh, they say anywhere from four to six weeks. Um, Coach, you have Malik Hooker, who tore his Achilles. He'll be out for the season. Saquon Barkley from the Giants. Uh, what a great talented running back. He tore his ACL, and he's out for the season. Uh, the Broncos' number one wide receiver, Cortland Sutton, who was emerging as a top receiver in the league towards ACL. He'll be out for the season. Their quarterback, Drew Luck, he was out. He he was out with a shoulder injury. He'll probably be out anywhere from two to six weeks. Uh, switch over to the 49ers who had multiple injuries. You have Nick Bosa, who it looks as if he towards ACL and he'll be out for the season most likely. Also, same thing with Solomon Thomas, uh, torn ACL likely, out for season. Jimmy G, high ankle sprain, couple weeks. And Raheem Mostert with a knee sprain out for a couple weeks. And man, those were a lot of key injuries, especially for the 49ers had losing four starters in one game. 
Um, it's kind of the first time I've seen anything like this happen in the NFL as far as so many injuries on one weekend. And it was it was just a it's a crazy weekend. I mean, it was entertaining as far as football, but it was crazy just as far as the injuries. And you had a lot of people who really uh, showed up this weekend, showed up and showed out. And then we have a couple players who we've been looking forward to them doing something and they really haven't turned the corner yet. Um, guys like Carson Wentz, I couldn't believe that the Rams came in and manhandled them in Philly like that, 37 to 19. And Carson just didn't look as comfortable as he usually looks. He hasn't looked comfortable this year yet. And I know that he is missing a couple linemen, but we expect for Carson Palmer, I mean, uh, Carson Wentz to be a lot better than that. Um, let's see, especially, uh, well, let's switch over to the Chiefs and Chargers. Uh, Patrick Mahomes didn't look like his usual self until the fourth quarter came around. And then this one, he found Tyreek on a long score. And that was a really entertaining game, especially with the rookie on the other side for the Chargers getting the start and Justin Herbert. He looked good. He looked seasoned. He looked like he's, I mean, he looked like a pro. He really did. He looked like a pro. He looked like he had been doing it for a while. He didn't look scared out there on the field, and that's what most rookie quarterbacks look like. They look scared when they're out there on the field. Um, then we're going to go over and revisit the last year's MVP, Lamar Jackson, with such a great game, coming into Houston and just doing what Lamar does, doing this thing. And, I mean, what more can you say? And I just feel so bad for Deshaun Watson, man, because he just needs more help. Uh and you can you can really see that as far as the first two weeks with them missing DeAndre Hopkins. He really needs some more help. So the Texans are gonna have to do something in order to get him some more help. And I tell you one person who benefited from DeAndre Hopkins getting traded, and that was Kyler Murray when we switched over to Cardinals versus Washington. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins has looked amazing with the Cardinals, especially with the second-year quarterback in Kyler Murray, who's emerging as a MVP candidate. He's looking good, and the Cardinals are looking good. Not many people expected them to be 2-0 and at this point, but, I mean, they they have a lot of good sneaky, like a lot of sneaky good players, especially with, like I say, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray just emerging as that guy. Uh, leading the team and then when you've got that veteran presence that Larry Fitzgerald brings and also Patrick Peterson brings on the other side of the ball I believe that these guys are going to be a problem for teams this year especially with Kyler Murray being such a dual threat that he is I mean this this guy's amazing man that's all I can really say is he's amazing. Uh, you can tell that he put in a lot of work during the offseason, and he's just ready to go. And uh, he's just being the leader that this team needs. Um, look at this Packers and Lions score, 42-21. to 21. And then what's crazy is the Lions were actually up in this game at one point. They were up, I want to say, 14-0 or... Yeah, let me. I'm gonna have to look into the stats to see what they were about. But I know that they were. They did have a comfortable lead at one point. But there isn't a comfortable lead when you're going against a guy like Aaron Rodgers, man. Aaron Rodgers came out today, and he did what Aaron Rodgers does. He played, played big. He was poised. I mean, there's not many quarterbacks that are better than Aaron Rodgers still to this day. Uh, he's still a top five quarterback. Um, 
top five, I, I mean, top three would be, I would say it would be a stretch. I mean, but you could put him in your top three, but he's not in my top three. But he's still top five, no doubt. And as far as big games, those were the biggest games. But I do have to touch on this Falcons and Cowboys game a little bit. Man, the Falcons did it again, y'all. The Falcons did it again. They did it again. They did the same thing that they did when they were up in the Super Bowl. They blew a lead. And it's only one team to do it like the Falcons. You know, nobody nobody can do it like the Falcons. I mean, they're, they're known for blowing leads. They're, this is just who this team is. And I'm actually surprised. That, I'll be surprised if their coach makes it through the whole season, especially the way that they've been playing. I mean, I'm just so, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about the Falcons, man. I mean, I don't know whether to bring the Falcons down or to actually pull the Cowboys up. I mean, with them going down early and having the turnovers that they had, which were kind of uncharacteristic of Zeke Elliott and Dak Prescott, who, you know, a lot of people aren't talking about right now, but man, Dak Prescott is looking amazing right now. And everything that he's been doing, he's really looking like, you know, he's telling Jerry Jones, look, Jerry, you're going to have to pay me this year. And that's what I'm liking out of Dak. Because Dak is stepping up. And he's making so many different plays. Uh, the rookie stepped up C.D. Lamb in the slot. And he's got everything that he needs around him to be, to actually take this team and do something with them. Like, actually get in the playoffs and make some noise. But they'll only go as far as Dak take them and also this defense takes them, which that defense is going to have to step up. They're going to have to start creating more pressure on the quarterback and getting after the quarterback. I know they came back against the Falcons yesterday, but you don't want to always put yourself in a hole like that. And hopefully they can find their way out. Or well, their way around as far as getting better on defense. And we only have one more game and that will be our Monday night game, and which is the Saints versus the Raiders. And it is at the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders, that is. So um, I'll definitely come back to you guys and give you guys an update as far as how that game went, um, different stats and everything from that game. But this is the first Kilgore's corner dealing with the NFL. So each and every week, each and every, I'm going to say each and every Monday, or should I do it? Each and every Monday or Tuesday, I will be giving you updates on scores, um, injuries, any big time news. So just stay tuned with everything that I got coming to you.